0: Hey folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here, Whoop. and Greg is here. Hello. Oh, guys, come on, let's all get together in a warm kind of get inside the quilt embrace because it's cold out there. so cold. We've just experienced our first true frost event. Uh, we had a little snow just the other night, and here we go. And so we are tasked to warm up the spirits of... ...of lovers of Cape Cod everywhere by keeping the flame of the Cape of Burnin' into the fall, into the winter, into the great beyond, into history together. Are you with me, fellas? Warm me up. <laughs> How about a real woo? Ooh. Woo! Oh, boy. Let's just move to the all Cape and Islands weather forecast for the upcoming weekend for Saturday, November 16th, 2019. Mostly sunny guys. Yay. Yeah. With a high near 38.
1: No. Let's, 38. Can we cancel that weather? Oh, wow. Come on. Come
0: on. It's, it's November. It shouldn't be this cold. What a world it is, though. Aren't we lucky, though? We're in a position rotating around the sun where we have these vagaries of 10 or 20 or 30 degrees, and we, we still thrive and survive on Earth.
2: It's a miracle.
0: Because some other planets, boy, oh, it's too hot. It's like Mercury goes in front of the sun the other day. Oh, it's so hot. Everyone on Mercury is like, oh, my God, I get SPF 8 million and I'm still peeling. This is awful. And you go out to, like, Pluto and Uranus. Easy, mung. And out there, it's cold all the time. I mean, you're stuck inside an igloo. Crazy. You're in these space mucklucks, and yeah. it's a nightmare. Yeah. Here on Earth, yeah. it's just a little colder than I it was. I guess we do
1: have advantages due to our placement in the solar system. So, I mean, are we just...
0: are so lucky to be like there where you go, we guys. are. That's where I'm we need looking, to yeah. Yeah, establish the sort of exactly. place in the firmament. So yeah. we don't need to complain. We just need to savor and enjoy. No no rings, you know, to get me in the, in, the, <laughs> oh, in, the,
2: in the way of our view and of the sun. And those rings,
0: they're all sort of dirty, rocky. And you get up close, you're like, oh. this is a mess. Where's my dustpan? Oh, they're all <laughs> filled with smelly, They look great from space. They're all filled with like smelly gases and stuff. You socks. Know, all the socks that are lost. Mm, sounds like they, my room. Oh, a ring rotating around <laughs> the place of mung <laughs> with all sort of, I don't know, cheese puffs, sweat socks. Uh. Trash oh cheap. no, it's too bad. But oh, how about Sunday? Maybe things will get better. Sunday, November seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Mostly cloudy with a high near forty-seven. It'll feel so good.
1: Oh, that's yeah. down my ball. So
0: don't you guys worry at all. Of course, we have our tides this weekend. Low tides around eight a.m. this weekend. High tides around two p.m. And this recent uh, weather situation had me scrambling at my house. And indeed, uh, as the rain turned to snow. And as the sun dipped behind the maple tree, I had to go up behind my house.
2: You were out there, weren't you?
0: And get into my crawl space, <laughs> pull that thing back that exposes the sort of subterranean world. Down I went. Ugh. Put my phone light on. All the Jurassic bugs scrambling. I look into the... It's like half basement, but there's like uh, insulation, like stalactites hanging down. I
1: know. It. That's yeah. spun glass. That reminds me of like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
0: <laughs> and Doom is turning off your outdoor shower. What a sad day. And Did you say it was done. the
1: saddest day of the year? That's
0: what I did tweet. Yes, it is. Oh, I my. think it's the saddest day of the year. I'm a happy guy. So most of the time I'm pretty happy. Turning off my outdoor shower and leaving that behind. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Even worse than Red Sox playoff elimination day? Yeah,
0: we're used to that by now. Oh, my God. Who cares? It's Um, the outdoor shower that's the personal pleasure, not the far-flung Red Sox toiling away in Boston. Every day out there looking at the sky, Greg, you know what I'm talking about. I had the exact same experience. I turned mine off
2: uh, Saturday or Sunday. The last shower I had, it was 33 degrees outside. It was windy. And yet... It was it was gorgeous because as we've talked before at nauseum, once you get into that, that zone of warmth, the oh, water, everything that everything is okay. Everything with the zone world of is warmth.
0: okay. Except when you turn it off and then you're cold as Hm. Mung, I want you to imagine a naked Greg finally smiling. Oh uh, dear. Isn't that a nice
1: uh, How do you erase memories? Well, you know,
0: last last show, I mean, I was
2: Mr. Positive. Uh, Mung was Mr. like super super Well, maybe negative. he's coming
1: back
0: now as he pictures the steam rising off the muscular body of Greg during his <laughs> last outdoor shower and finally
1: It's fogging my glasses. <laughs> finally the and- question is answered. Yes,
0: he is a marsupial. <laughs> So does this gotta, love the,
1: gotta love the pouch. So, <laughs> you guys got pouch envy.
0: I put beer in my pouch. <laughs> I have a couple cold ones, baby, out there in the outdoor shower. I put uh, Ritz crackers. If you there. had a pouch, what would you carry? Uh, like Ritz, trail bars.
1: Ritz crackers, I
0: think. Ah, they'd yeah. get all crummy. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's individually true. wrapped ones. How about you, Mung? What?
1: Oh, obviously, lots of fireworks. <laughs> It's just, it Sounds like you a disaster. You smoking a big
0: cigar? Yeah, what's mm-hmm. going on? I you still? Let me put this up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, a
0: little more indigestion, Mung? Ah, yeah, yeah, that's it, see? That's oh, it's the funny. fireworks in my pouch, officer. Please don't come any closer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so, a very sad so day. And uh, this morning I took my first indoor shower. Oh, it was so civilized. There were scones and tea. I mean, it just had nothing of no. the raw frontier Daniel Boonish outdoor shower feeling. Everyone every, you know, everyone in the room
2: speaks with a fine, you know, upper class. Oh, hello. Accent.
0: Would you like to you be know. spritzed? Hello. It's, it's like outdoors.
2: Yeah, well, what you doing? You coming out here?
0: Yeah. Well, it's woo! a little known fact on Cape Cod that most people, even just regular homeowners, have their own bathroom attendant. <laughs> uh, and so someone's in there with a towel over the yes. arm. It's true. And there's mints. Be and sure to tip them my Christmas. Personal we are, care. We are we are all extremely, extremely
2: wealthy down here in Cape I'll York. be
0: needing the two-ply today, Melvin. <laughs>
2: Uh-oh, have to go to the market for that. I'll Sorry. be right back, sir.
0: All right, enough of that horrible bath. What is that sad, sad stuff? Yep. We need to then look around the Cape and see things that will raise our spirits and temperature. Now, I know you guys are big motorcycle fans, right?
1: I, I, I love hogs. Oh, yeah, I'm a gearhead. I don't know if that's what they call them.
0: I've seen you on the back of a bike, Mung, holding on to some brave driver and heading mm. down uh, Route 28, uh, looking for, I don't know, a patisserie or something like that, <laughs> saying, hello, hello, everybody. All right, this may be the coolest event of the weekend. Land Speed Champion to Speak at Motorcycle Exhibit. So, first of all, over at the Cultural Center for Cape Cod, they have like 40 Harley-Davidsons, vintage Harley-Davidsons on display. Really? That's an attraction enough. But as part of its ongoing Art on Two Wheels exhibit of rare Harley-Davidson motorcycles and artwork, the Cultural Center of Cape Cod will host two events featuring land speed champion Jody Perowitz. She's the first woman to ride an American V-twin powered motorcycle at more than 200 miles an hour. What? On a motorcycle. What? Whoa. I, oh, I, I man. can't even
2: imagine driving a car that fast.
0: I mean, you're on a motorcycle. Anything could happen a hiccup, a bump, a sneeze, and you are airborne. It's only two
1: wheels. Hmm. Right? I Don't hope she didn't us. get a ticket. That would be expensive.
0: Yes, this actually happened on uh, Route 6 between exit 6 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> when she finished <laughs> it in about 30 seconds. Yeah, it's kind of strange. That's so fast. Um, I saw the press release uh, with her, and, you know, she looked looks tough and tats and and strong and brave. Uh, I bet these talks will be a lot of fun. They're taking place 7 p.m. Friday and 11 a.m. Saturday at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod, 307 Old Main Street, South Yarmouth. Admission is $20. Uh, That's nice. Culturalcenter.org. Cultural-center.org. She holds more than 16 land speed records. Won a world record. This year, she competed in the motorcycle chase from the Canadian border to Key West on a motorcycle. Come on. What kind of people are these? These are great people. Oh, I know. wow While we sit around, I mean, barely able to manipulate our cable televisions, <laughs> we have people riding motorcycles from Canada to Key West. We're out there, like, uh, tur- turning
2: our outside showers on and off. It's, like, big deal.
0: Some days I can't open my mailbox. <laughs> and some days there's a spider in my mailbox. Eek. And then I don't go to my mailbox for days. And this person's, like, going 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle, bravely pushing human achievements forward by setting records. Hmm. I ask you two jamokes, what have you done lately for the world?
2: Hmm nothing
0: really. Mung, anything? I, I know you wore corduroys that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that wide, was great. Wide whales. Wide well. And when he started he might, running, I know, he, he like... almost <laughs> set himself on <laughs> fire. <laughs> I mean, you hate to see that He, I, really, I le- he really pushed the boundaries I with let, those I let someone
1: out, you know, as I was driving They wanted to make a turn oh. And I said,
0: go ahead uh, The Cape Cod way is not to do that, Mung oh. You do not let them out No, no never They're punks, okay yeah. That was my good deal You want to left in front of me? I don't think so, losers Forget that Alright, uh, so that's a lot of motorcycle excitement At the Cultural Center of Cape Cod in oh, South Yamath Now, Mung, I understand you have been contributing to science Uh, It's amazing how you're out there with a microscope and all sorts of uh, Petri dishes, and you're making notes on graph paper, Mm -hmm. and you're studying, apparently, plazas now.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm doing tests and experiments at plazas. Plazas, plazas of course, those plazas. strips of
0: businesses you see oh, along their, the... plaza, oh, Greg.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. Plaza. We, we have right. an epic plaza discussion with Mung, and I don't, able- <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to Let's not have it here. I don't even know if we're going to be able to get through it, because this is so out... I mean, what's so great about a plaza? A plaza can host several businesses that you may enjoy. So you're saying it's
0: like a shopping (laughs) ecosystem, an
1: ecosystem of shopping. Some of them
0: can be interesting.
1: So interesting that I actually descended on one recently, and it actually actually has a name. Wait a second! You pulled off the road into a plaza, Greg. I pulled off 28. I've never
2: done that. I've been afraid.
1: I was attracted to one of the businesses, and I experienced multiple while I was there, and it was so delightful. And this plaza even has a name. You got to name your plazas, folks. Yeah. Uh, it's the Grand Cove
0: Place Plaza. And it's
1: not even a plaza, but it's a place.
0: It's at 581 Main Street in West Dennis. That's Route 28. The Grand Cove Place Plaza. Oh,
1: yes. And you're like, what is oh, it? Hmong, this? How, how
0: were you so brave to do this?
1: Uh, Tell us every detail. Oh, you're going to get so many details, you're going to want to shut me off. Ready? Greg, I'll be right back. Uh, It was a cold evening... Ooh, so I uh, so far. and this uh, this is a uh, discussion we need to immediately have because it's all about hot chocolate right now for me. It's cold out. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I need something warm and delightful to to heal me from the inside. So I decided uh, with a with delightful colleague Mary Cassidy to go to three Finns. Why'd you co- drag
0: her into it? Now she's going to be mad.
1: Probably, but she was she was also delighted to step into three Finns coffee roasters at 581 Main Street. And this is a really cool space. Huge high ceilings. They got couches. Great places to sit. It seemed like they have a ton of different coffees. Cappuccinos, espressos, the, the regular drip. But I really wanted a hot chocolate. And boy, was their hot chocolate so good. I rank it in probably my top five. It was rich, chocolatey, Frothy but smooth. It was not one of those like Swiss, mitt, Swiss Miss packet type situations. So we, we got you to get right out of the packet sometimes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, kind of like f- those old fun dips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> dry. Choco yeah, Pixie dry. sticks. Yeah, so I,
1: I usually have like all this powder over my face. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that leads us into a, a thought. What are you guys' thoughts on hot chocolate? Could it be the ultimate drink of the winter? Ah, you know, it's too sweet. It's just too much of a good thing. Oh, but thing. this one had a good balance, not too sweet. And some people have like a dark chocolate, um, hot chocolate. So Some of my other favorite places for hot chocolate, you know, Chocolate Sparrow in Orleans. Oh, they've always true. had a good yeah. one. Yeah. Rendezvous Cafe in Hyannis. Um, so listeners, uh, shout! give us a shout out at CapeGodonline.com if you know of any great hot chocolate places. I can places. see
0: mixing it with coffee, like a half and half or something like that, but mm. it's just too much sweet. If I can have a small serving of it, you know, I don't, it's just—I don't—I
2: don't mind that. I don't mind the sweetness. It's like every time, you know, since I've been a baby, that that I've been given hot chocolate, I sort of start wanting it so much. But it's usually so hot that I right. can't—I can't get at it. For a long, long period of time. And then because, it gets cold. Because I either bite I either burn my tongue or I I, ha- I have these very pronounced ridges on my uh the Stop top right there. Top of my uh uh you know mouth. Oh, open your mouth up, Greg.
0: Oh yeah. my god. It's no almost dear. it's almost like It's like the Alps in there. <laughs> it's almost
2: like a cake cave, like echo.
0: Mung, see if you can climb in there and see what's going on. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Mung, what's it like inside Greg's hello. mouth ridges? Too wet for me. Mung, quick, get back out. Phew, Mung, you're
1: okay. Oh, dear. All right, back so, to the platform. So,
2: so, so, So by the time... I, I I can actually get at it. It's not, it's not like scalding my mouth. It's cold. Yeah, it's
0: a very difficult beverage to wrangle, and, and I hmm. don't. Well, you just
1: gotta pay attention and you know. Who's got
0: that t- kind of attention span? You're looking at your phone. You take a sip. You scorch your mouth. Your taste buds are dead. They hmm. do. They die.
1: Maybe you should do Mung's three minute wait rule. Cool. Just wait well. for three minutes. So if there's a uh, regimen, Greg, maybe we could adopt a regimen.
2: Okay, I'd be going to try that.
1: So so I kind of feel bad, anyway. like I'm not a coffee drinker talking about a coffee place. merrily seemed to enjoy her coffee. It seemed like they had good quality coffee, so swing over to Three Fins. But also in this plaza, there were several other businesses, uh, including a inter- uh, fresh interiors design for coastal living. Uh, but I really went to uh, oh boy uh, Fromage à Trois, what? the West Village what? Pasta and Cheese Shop, mm. uh, a a cute little. Uh, I didn't you know, know about
0: this. You know, yeah. interesting,
1: like Italian uh, inspired. Do they make their own pasta? It looks like, yes, they make their own pa- pasta and cheese. They got handcrafted mozzarella, interesting uh, shaped pasta. There was one that was kind of like a long like a, r- oh. rod that was corkscrewy, and I was like, these seem really that,
0: interesting. That's a munguicelli.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Mon- get the munguicelli. <laughs> Um, so if you like fresh, interesting cheeses or oh, yeah. some Italian uh, food, uh,
2: are they like yearning? foreign? You know, uh, French, Italian. Um,
1: um, I don't know, but uh, they seem very you? nice in there. So
0: you went in. You actually went in. Actually this place. went in. You said, Hello. And, uh,
1: I, yes, I'm they, mum. They have, they have things for you to take. I home. have a
0: podcast.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, some fresh. Po- Did it, you
0: try to throw your weight around with your importance fresh... in the community? Like, hey, do you know who I am? Could you give me a little fromaggio yeah. love? Yeah, and usually right now? that
1: gets me booted up. Booted out of the business. Oh. So yeah, buy some pasta. You know, it's better than you know that boxed dry pasta you get in the supermarket. Go fresh. Go local. What a plaza! Uh, fromage a trois. And if you're still hungry in a the man. same plaza, what, what, can't be, what uh, how can be more? How can this be? Our Deo Cafe and oh. Catering uh. is at this location now. Our Deos has been around the Cape for years. Uh, they've had a location in Yarmouth, in Brewster, but now apparently they're back at Grand Cove Place. Um, and you know, you guys know that Ardeo is known for their Mediterranean food. See,
0: I like eating that way. Uh, Greg. Really cool. I, I love hummus. I like they've Baba got ganoush, hummus. Taboom. They've got
1: really? uh, uh, falafel plates. stuffed with calafel. grape leaves. I love the L- chicken listen to this. And- Middle eats Mezza. hummus, cucumber yogurt, olive I love medley, grape falafel, falafel, vegetable grape leaves served with a Lebanese bread for a twelve ninety nine. I love grape pizzas, I like this Kind of food, yeah, pizzas, Italian specialties. They've got everything at Ardeo. So, so literally, you can roll into this plaza, wow. uh, get some coffee, get some fresh cheese. You can you can shop for furniture or something for the interior, and then go for dinner or takeout at Ardeo. Like, so Greg, this is you like your get, whole day. You could get some to eat and some wainscoting.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need some of that soon.
0: Now, that could be one of the great plazas of Cape Cod, unless as we analyze the world there are contenders, I'd throw out maybe Shop Ahoy in Chatham. You got the Shopahoy oh, yeah. Liquor Store. You got Larry's PX.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a classic plaza. That's a wonderful Which place. is like a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. That's a wonderful What about place. that one in Orleans? Hmm, what's that called? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's Jimmy. the one across from the bowling alley? Oh,
0: yeah. That has Ames Pizza, Fuller's Package Store, and out behind is the Cape Cod Miniature Railroad Model Association. And then there's some kind of Jamaican gift store. And there used to be like a Tedeschi, but it closed.
1: Plazas. Yeah, so that's the message. commerce centers on Cape Cod. Travel through your towns, stop at a plaza, give a hug to the plaza manager, and uh, enjoy some time. How would you identify the plaza manager? Probably the first person that comes to greet you. Hello, welcome to our six
0: (laughs) different shops of pleasure. I am Earl, the plaza manager. Here's a map, although you can probably see every business if you just look left and right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe plazas, you know, sometimes there's great plazas. There's empty storefronts and plazas. There's Chef Shrimpy. He's in a plaza. Oh, that's right. Over by the library in South Yarmouth. And he's got like a... A fireplace store next to them Oh, right. I, know, I know one, it's
2: in uh, Brewster I think they have a very nice uh, wine and beer shop Alright, that's Ooh, a good start I, They used to have a sushi place there, I don't know if they still do uh, They have a gas thing out front
0: Maybe plazas are the last frontier of uh, entrepreneurial sort of consumer-based stores yeah. Where you start something up in a plaza Well, it's like hope- a one, one, one stop, you know Greg, if you were opening up a store in a plaza, what would it be? Oh, are you kidding? I don't know. Greg's potholders, <laughs>
2: <laughs> potholders like
0: potholders. Pot? No potholders uh, by Greg. Oh, you
2: mean like uh, for 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 like uh, uh, you know, hot uh hot stuff? As, yes, as no, opposed not to not stuff, hemp and marijuana stuff that you like. In in about
0: Greg's counterfeit vapes. That would go over pretty well. Yeah, yeah I mean, those, you could do that. Are, yeah, that's a great. Made now. in my basement with many additives could be your slogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about just, you, Monk? Just oh,
1: all glow-in-the-dark products, which will be sad because <laughs> no one will come in during the day. But you know, uh, toasters, uh, slippers, everything glow-in-the-dark.
0: Wow, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would uh, feed off that and have something called like just Pop Tarts. <laughs> just different kinds of Pop Tarts. Really? That's mm-hmm. all. With a uh, toast your own toasting bar. Oh. People come in, select something from my library of pop tarts.
1: Right? It doesn't, you... have, it doesn't have to be warm fruit too. You can have like a chicken pop pie. Oh, that's pop tart! Can you really? We'll call it the chicken pop pie. A chi- Chicken tart? Can you do? Could you do that? Well, man, I what guess a what? world!
0: If you have a you meat do, pie and, and a pop tart, you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, so are, are would, would would
2: you dress as uh, two can Sam?
0: <laughs> that's the Fruit Loop guy. He's not oh, the pop tart guy. I thought
2: he was the pop tart guy. Oh, well, great. he can be.
0: No, he does not work uh, uh, outside of well, cereals.
2: He, he likes Pop-Tarts. He has a strict contract. He loves Pop-Tarts.
0: fruit, whatever it is. I want to
1: eat the Pop-Tarts. That reminds me of my latest video game. It's called Cereal Wars. Where people kill people eating cereal? No, it's like mascots fighting each other.
0: Oh, uh, that
1: actually could be fun. It's like that little bee fighting the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy.
0: I once hugged Yuppie, the Montreal Expos mascot. Hmm. Who? Yuppie, Y-O-U-P-P-I.
1: Did you congratulate him for winning the, uh, the what World is it? Series?
0: What, is it? what does it look like? Yuppie was like a big buggy blob, I'm not sure. Was slightly hmm. smiling, yeah. I think. Yuppie? Yeah. All right, enough of this. This is not what we're trying to do here on the show. We have to really get out there and find out what's going on now. I made an excursion into the Great Wilds, fellows that I must tell you about.
2: Oh, you do that all the time.
0: That's, I just, it's, that's f- great. Is it not fun? That's great. I love it. So, uh, my wife and busy. daughters went to the mall, and I said, "No way." No way am I going. Not that it isn't great, but I had that bad experience with the Auntie Anne's free samples when I couldn't get one. The Mm -hmm. little pretzely things at the mall, I tried, didn't get any. Are you still burning over that? Yes, that's why I didn't go back to the mall with my family. So I pointed my car north and ended up in North Truro, out into the province lands, the crazy, sandy, deserty, bizarro landscape. I parked at the end of High Head Road in North Truro, and then... Out across the ORV trail for a while, it's like a sand road. People go in jeeps and stuff, and then broke off to the left on little trails, including the land of cranberry bogs. But fellas, I got out there. There was a family in the distance at the big bog, where a lot of people go, where the seashore's been taking people over the past couple years before Thanksgiving to get their cranberries. I got out there, and I don't want to be like Mr. Weirdo, like, how you doing everybody? I'm like, hi, and I keep walking. And then a lady turns to me and says, Do you know why there are no cranberries in the bog? And I was stopped in my tracks. I turned around, and it was a, like a three-generation family with few cranberries to show for a lot of toil. Oh. And they said they couldn't find anything. I looked down, I couldn't see anything. There have been years when they're like apples on an apple tree, just everywhere. And for some reason... There really aren't that many cranberries out there. You went out there and you picked them all, right? No, I haven't gone yet. I was actually scouting during this mission (laughs) to report back. I did bring a plastic bag in my pants pocket, just just in in case. case. But I was mainly, I want to keep walking, maintain a good pace. And there are other bogs in this realm, which is so beautiful. The terrain is incredible. You climb dunes, you're looking at Provincetown and the ocean, then down into these death valleys where you can't see anything, and getting lost, sort of, is pretty easy. I found some other sort of sneakily set-away bogs, and I don't know, man. It's uh, going to be tough out there, but so glorious. Not a good year. So beautiful. The sunset, the pinkish sky, the purpley sky over Provincetown. It was so lovely to be out there. And again, the perfect temperature to really churn it up. The Province Lands are a natural wonder. I urge you, gentlemen, please hmm. get out there. Which
2: one is High Head? Sorry. I get them all mixed up in that area. Is High Head the one with the uh, the uh, bike trail? No. Uh,
0: yes. Yes, it's the uh, northern terminus of the Head of the Meadow bike trail. So if you're driving to Provincetown on Route 6, you get to that point where you're sort of on top of a rise, and you look down and see everything for the first time below you, and you're like, yep. ooh. And then you're now driving that flat road. On your right is Pilgrim Lake, a.k.a. East Harbor, just before the lake on the right on route six is head of uh, is highhead road mm. and you just go down there follow it all the way to the end there's a seashore parking lot it's pretty small though
2: it's it's is it is it the same see I think I'm mixing it up with something else which I, I'll stop the discussion in a sec I'm just curious
0: I don't think you will <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the, yeah, the northern, you can get on the bike trail from there and head south to Head of the Meadow Beach, Okay. or you so can walk straight small, out, it's like the ORV access, it's there's a the small parking, parking lot that holds about 10 cars, okay, maybe. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But this time of year, it's
1: no... I was
2: there, I was there last Christmas, it's so gorgeous out there.
0: Absolutely, I took some
1: nice pictures. Maybe I'll visit there on my way up to Provincetown this season to visit the Lobster Pot Christmas Tree.
0: Lobster Pot, making it out of the lobster traps, I saw a call for lobster traps. A tribute to the late and great Julian Popko and his family that still puts it up there. It's a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. All right, got to move on, people. Mung, you love fiddles. Oh, so much.
1: Why? Um, because probably my old fiddle teacher when I was in elementary school used to yell at me, um for not positioning my hands correctly. And so somehow you turn trauma into joy. Turn trauma into joy. Plus it's my wheelhouse, bluegrass Americana, lots of fiddles. It's the be- one of the best instruments.
0: Well, here's maybe your last chance to see Child's Play returning for their farewell concert. After 32 years, the fiddle supergroup Child's Play is touring for the final time. One of the six stops this month around New England and New York will be a concert coming up next Thursday. Great. In Harwich. The thing about this group, led by Fiddler and Luthier, Bob Childs, that's how they get the name, Childs play, all the violins and violas played by the group's more than two dozen musicians were crafted by this guy. He made the instruments they all play. That is insane.
1: That's incredible.
0: Two dozen musicians playing... Instruments crafted by the leader of the band Hmm Let's see Led Zeppelin do that, Greg And yeah. all the rest of your supergroups Yeah, really, all, that, all those They don't make their own instruments No, of course they don't They're too complicated They just sit around, man, you know oh, they play and they strum Give me all the red M&Ms I'm not gonna make my own viola I wanna rock
1: Wait, John Lennon didn't make Ringo's drums?
0: No, it doesn't
2: work like that. Aww. This is the only time I ever heard of this. Oh, that's right. They make each other's instruments. They don't make their own, but they, you know. The, oh, the, that's, the guy, that's the way rock works? Yeah, yeah. The guy that does that plays the guitar does the bass players. You oh. know, the bass. I
0: think the world of music would be a different place if everyone had to make their own instrument. Yeah. Or they don't get to the starting line.
2: That'd be hard.
0: I mean, it'd be good to be a conductor because you just whittle something down quick and you got your little conductor stick, your baton.
1: My band would only be playing triangles.
0: How are you going to make a triangle, Mung? No way.
1: Um, You're right.
0: This is a rhombus or what is this? It's not (laughs) made of metal. It's like like a plastic candy wrapper bent around in the shape of a semi-triangle and it just rustles. Get out that acetylene torch and try to (sighs) bend the metal. Oh, what could we make? It would be awful. So anyway, this is thursday pretty far in advance uh coming up uh, next week thursday that's at monomoy regional high school in howwich tickets uh run 30 dollars and 75 maybe that's for a vip i'll make you a viola meet and greet uh childsplay.org sounds nice there's a picture of them there's like 24 people with all fiddly objects, big ones, little ones, medium-sized,
1: bass ones. I like the play on the the uh, the founder's name because when he first told me Child's Play, I thought, and they're coming uh, to an end after 32 years, I thought it was like children started decades ago, grew up, now they're like mid-adults and being like, "Now we're done with this. When I heard
0: Child's Play, I thought it was like one of those 90s bands, like Alice in Chains or something, like Uh-oh. Child's Play. Coming to you I got splinters Under my fingernails Whacka woo woo <laughs> But no, it's nice Soft Whacka woo woo Whacka wacka woo woo All right, Greg, maybe you don't like uh, You don't like fiddles Is that what you're saying? No, I, that sounded That's great That's what you're intoning Not- you don't like fiddles. You don't like fiddlehead ferns. You don't like fiddles of any kind, but you love Celtic music. You were recently in Scotland. That's true, right? Yes, I was. And I'm sure over there it's Celtic music some sometimes. Sure. Down in, down in Ullapool Village. Well, here's a band playing. Uh, this band plays for Celtically Insane. What? Is that the name of the group? I don't know. It's Is a, it? it's, it's I love a, the name of the group. If that's all right. It. That's what they describe their repertoire as music for the Celtically Insane. It's the New York based Celtic rock band Bangers and Mash.
1: That's nice. the best day for bangers, bangers nice. and mash. Oh, is that good, nice. too?
0: Mung, where can we get some good bangers and mash on Cape Cod?
1: Oh, good question. We'll have to research that. So right I have mashed up. potatoes and sausages, I, right? I, yeah, I would uh, consult I... our local Irish places, like give a call to the Celtic kitchen. I think they may have bangers and mash. That
0: ma- sounds good, right? In that Yarmouth. Does. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, but well, let's get back to the music, fellas. Uh, this They play the Celtically Insane music for the Celtically Insane. Greg, are you Celtically Insane? Totally. <laughs> Crazy. That's right there, boy. I'm out of my mind, man. You are striding around the Highlands, there, lad. we and the lads. We get together. You are wearing your Gore-Tex kilt from LL Bean, and much laughter was heard by the residents. They said, "Who are you? You're from out of here." He said, yeah I am." Yeah, it wasn't really. My name it. is Greg <laughs> Greg of the Highlands. <laughs> Greg of Dennis. Have you heard of me? And they said, "No, nay, <laughs> we haven't heard of you. What do you know how to do?" And you said, "Well, I'm building a porch at my house. I put some cement in the ground, and now I'm leveling things off." They said, "I get out of here." Celtically insane. They're uh, they're coming to the Cape Cod Irish Village Mung. Oh,
1: I've been there. I've had corned beef there.
0: 8 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. It's uh, Bangers and Mash playing music for the Celtically insane.
1: Oh that sounds Celtically edgy.
0: That sounds so. What is it like at the Cape Cod Irish village monk?
1: Oh, every time I've been there there's always a lot of music and everyone's happy and smiling. Hey, you hear that, Greg. Uh, smashing Aye, you except, know, cheers. They're Irish.
0: It warms up your evening there, except lad. Except they're Irish. That's true. It's so true.
2: Hey, <laughs> it's true. I think they accept Scots. You know, seriously. They do. Celtic
0: Scots aren't Celtic? They speak. Gaelic? That must be Celtic. Mung, I turn to you as the expert on all things Gaelic. This is mm-hmm. the
2: language, Irish, but it's—is it Gaelic-based?
0: Well, it's certainly good in Italian food. Oh, that's garlic. <laughs> 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 Not Gaelic, Greg.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh
0: dear. Oh, oh man. All right. That's, that's uh, good show. Moving along here, that's so uh, ably and excited. You know, one thing we haven't ever talked about, and I've had many good experiences. It's kind of local community dinners, ham and beans, hot dogs, and things like that. All I want
1: is more of these in my life, but I never get to go to them. I know,
0: and so this one caught my eye as we start the warm-up to Thanksgiving, something of which Mung is completely against, apparently. He says go straight to Christmas. Boo-hoo.
1: Most definitely. I mean, you can love Thanksgiving, it's a great one-day holiday. No, no. But it doesn't take a lot of effort to, you know, get it does. Into the Thanksgiving to get spirit. the
0: local sides. You need to locally no. source your food it's to make like, it the best it it's can like be.
1: A couple days ahead. But no Christmas. Way. Christmas requires months of planning and loving and enjoying. Right.
0: I'm going to nip that in the bud right now because next week's show is going to be all about getting local turnips and turkeys and food Ooh. and starting the quest, Mung. I may have to tune in. It's about gravy, Mung.
1: Oh, I do love It's gravy. always about the gravy with mung.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Enough said. All of a sudden, his eyes
1: glazed oh, over like a ham. You know, you know those. He's drooling. You know He's uh, drooling. It's like going down his chest. I'm trying to bring back cool beds from the past. Remember water beds? I have now a gravy bed. No. Yes. <laughs> So instead of filling it with water, no, no, I have gravy. No. Is
0: it is it is it hot gravy though? That must oh, be kind of difficult. All, sleeping always hot. If it's hot,
1: how are you going to warm up so if you don't like, have a hot gravy bed?
0: Now, so if you sleep without covers, that's an open face gravy bed, <laughs> and if you wear
1: covers, that's a closed face gravy bed. Absolutely, you can get some Z's and uh, you know drink some gravy at the same time. What I'm going to ask though is like, say you're laying in bed
0: <laughs> and you got a, like a piece of chicken and you want a little bit of gravy, how do you get it out of the gravy bed without the entire thing just squirting into the air and deflating gravy everywhere?
1: Just a little gravy. That's that's funny. You want everything completely <laughs> soaked in gravy. All right, fill it up again. That's it's right. been a tough weekend.
2: Isn't there? Isn't there like a little window or something? You know, you can like open and dip things into but the pressure. The window.
1: Lying no, on the no, bed, no, you no, know. no. Well, yeah, you the have normal to be person off for that. does. <laughs> I just put a pin in there, and it spouts like a spout from a whale, and you oh, just put your mouth on it.
0: Old flavorful. <laughs> That's uh, that's something, a gravy geyser in his bed. That is gross. And you thought you lived on the edge, Greg. I, I Look try. at the adventures that's, he's having I, over I, there. I can't compete. That's too much. Okay, this is all about a free Thanksgiving community dinner. Mm. You know, this sounds nice. Free Thanksgiving community dinners, noon to 2 p.m., Sunday, November 17th at the West Dennis Community Church, 288 Main Street. That is in, of course, West Dennis. It's free. That sounds what? so nice. Noon to two Sunday at the West Dennis Community Church, 288 Main Street. I believe that church has been around for a long time. Maybe since the 1830, something like that. Meals can be delivered to Shuddins in Dennis, Yarmouth and Harwich. Takeout dinners available for pickup. It just warms the cockles of your heart, Greg. Mm, That's nice. And plus, it's your first crack at a Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. You know, because you think about Thanksgiving for a while, you start hankering for that stuff. Yeah. And one isn't enough to have a hot turkey dinner. Mung, I know you love a good hot turkey dinner.
1: It's my favorite thing. Hot turkey, gravy... Mm. Mashed, potatoes, mashed potatoes, maybe some
0: rolls. Mm-hmm. I like a little celery and some olives thrown in there. Little mini pickles. Yes. Oh, and those uh, little uh, onions, those little tiny onions. Oh, jeez. Can I Squash. donate to
1: them if I go? I feel like they're. I think out they'd so be happy ni- nice for you to effort. donate. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. that would yes. be in the community spirit. Definitely. That's great. And
0: then take a little extra thing to go. Mm-hmm. You say yes to Thanksgiving, mung. Yes to Thanksgiving. And that's this Sunday. Okay, here's a, here's a walk that you could do this week that has some guidance to it, which is always helpful. The walk of the week is the Child's River Excursion. 9 to 11 a.m. November 16th, that is Saturday, at the Child's River Conservation Area, Brown and Milford Road in Mashpee. It's free! For more information, uh, 208-237-2318... So they are meeting there at the Childs River Conservation Area. The parking is located on Brown, which also says Brown in parentheses Milford Road, which means I'm probably going to get lost. Childs River Conservation Area is located in the Mashpee National Wildlife Refuge. The area consists of abandoned cranberry bogs, known as the Garner Bogs, down an old bog access road. Sounds like Bruce Hornsby. Hmm. Witness the freshwater marsh conditions in the old bog ditches where plants such as cattails and cardinal flowers grow. Now that the cranberry operations have ceased, Child's River, which I don't know if I've ever heard of before now, mm. used to flow out of the south side of John's Pond. Now the river outlet is the Quashnet River at the north side. So this sounds like a, like a mysterious place I've never been to. Hmm. It's mm. the Child's River Excursion. 9 to 11 a.m. November 16th right there in Mashpee. Uh, do you dare make an excursion?
1: It's a great time to do it. You know, late fall post mm. foliage because don't you yeah. find that when you do a, a a fall hike that you can see more of the area yep. during this yeah. time of year? Yeah, if definitely. you went in the spring it's like covered with all sorts of Vegetation, Inconvenient and leaves, but now, leaves and greener. vegetation. <laughs> right. What do we need that
0: for? Irritating. Now you can see
1: right through the sticks and know the land.
0: That's how you discover weird stuff. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I see that ghost rest area uh, coming in on Route 6. It's right around, oh, it's between exits 9 and 8, I believe. There's a rest area now, but then there's like a peninsula that goes out into the Bass River area, and you can see a kiosk. I
2: know exactly what you're talking about, and there there, there used to be a structure there. You used to be able to go out to the tip of that point. It's so and, scenic, but now it must have gotten
0: weird or something they, out there. They put the big fence up. But that's what the sort of fall can mean. When the leaves fall, your eyes can see further. Yeah. All right, fellas, as we wind down, one more thing to just bring to your attention. You know, I'm thinking about maybe getting back into skiing this year. I know... It's a crazy idea. It can be expensive. But I was over there at the Cape Cod Ski Club website just taking a look at their upcoming schedule. They go everywhere, including day trips from Cape Cod to ski areas. You get transportation and a lift ticket. And it looks like for, oh, I don't know, roughly, I think like 100, 100 and something. Yeah, 105 bucks for a non member, 90 bucks with this includes bus fare and lift tickets. That's not bad. So if you go to Cape Cod dot com, you can see their upcoming schedule for the 2019-2020 season. It all kicks off Wednesday, December 11th, less than a month or almost a month, So less than a month.
2: Huh. And they're going to Killington, Greg. So this is like real skiing. This isn't the cross-country skiing that you've been doing. For
0: this is going years. to a real ski mountain. So you throw them like, if you're, if you're a member and you join, it's $90. Yeah. You get the bus fare and the lift ticket. Huh. That's pretty good. Skiing's I, I, expensive yeah. and
2: traveling's expensive. I've, I've never skied in my life. My, my wife's family very av- were very avid skiers.
0: So they go to all sorts of different places uh, up in Vermont, New Hampshire, all sorts huh. of... except Cannon, Mount Snow, your favorite <gasps> place, Okemo, oh, Sunday snow. River, Love Loon, snow. Waterville Valley, Bretton Woods, all sorts of places. You might want to check that out and start planning if you have the mind to ski. How about you, Mung? You ever ski?
1: I have skied. I don't like it. I fall, but I do lodge, and I'm a great lodger. And um, what's the I'm key... an Olympic-caliber lodger. What does it take to be <laughs> such a
0: high-level lodger?
1: Uh, you have to um, go into a delightful lodge, uh, grab some alcoholic beverages, potentially go into uh, the lodge's hot tub, and have a lot of fun.
0: Now, do you use uh, your own name? Do you come up with a fake backstory like... I'm Doctor Mung. I'm a podiatrist from Seekonk.
1: <laughs> no, you got to. How up, you doing? Ooh. You got to come up with a name that's kind of like one of those slopes. So they call me like the Silver Bunny. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. No? So creepy.
2: So the ability to hold your liquor is probably another prerequisite, of or to
1: release of it into the hot tub of being oh a good, good lodger. That's right. That's right. He's the lodger. Maybe like a hot coming up of a <laughs> five part series <laughs> <right>. on
0: AMC. <laughs> mung is the lodger. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Do you have a lodge? Do you want a mung? Tune in.
0: All right. All right. So anyway, start thinking about skiing. All right. We got to get out of here, folks. Uh, You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you for being here.
1: My pleasure. Greg,
0: thank you so much for being here and shining a light from way up above.
1: It has
2: been
0: a pleasure. All right. Till next time. Till next week. Keep having fun and uh, see ya. Welcome back to The Lodger. When last we met The Lodger, he was in the hot tub talking to a stranger. So, uh, what do you do? I lodge. Oh, so what kind of drink? Is that a daiquiri?
1: Yeah, it's one of those hot daiquiris with Uh, creme de menthe and absinthe.
0: Is that a dimple?
1: (laughs) On my cheek?
0: I guess that's your cheek. I gotta go. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of, uh, human remains that are left.
1: Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.